It's April the 4th. Let's read the Bible. Welcome back, friends, to our year-long journey through the Bible. Today, the Bible bus stops, stops at the home of a very famous man, a man by the name of Samson. We'll get to him in just a moment. Let me say to you as we're beginning today, first of all, thank you for your prayers and your words of encouragement. Thank you for the many comments and questions that you write in. Uh, it means a great deal to me that you take the time to do that. I try to read every comment, whether it comes in on Facebook or YouTube or Rumble or by text or by email, however you get it to me. Thank you so much for all your comments. And just a reminder, every time you like one of these videos, it helps us a great deal. And if you've not yet done so, you can really help us by subscribing to the Keep Believing YouTube channel or the Keep Believing Rumble channel. That will, through the magic of the algorithm, that will help us get these videos seen by many more people. So today, the Bible bus is stopping at Samson's home. Samson, the best known of all the judges of Israel. We're going to spend two days looking at this man. Today, we're going to look at Judges 12 and 13, the beginning of his story. About Samson, just in general, we can say this. He is a bristling bundle of contradictions. He was a man of faith with a weakness for women. He was a man of prayer given to uncontrollable fits of rage. He was a leader of Israel who lusted after Philistine women he was a man of God who all too often lacked common sense. And yet, for all of his weaknesses, and they are many, and the Bible, the Bible doesn't shy away from those weaknesses for all that. He was a man of faith, and God used him, and God used him and his exploits to deliver the people of Israel. Let's begin to read now. This is the start of his story. Judges 13, the Israelites again did what was evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord handed them over to the Philistines 40 years. There was a certain man of Zorah from the family of Dan, whose name was Manoah. His wife was unable to conceive and had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, although you are unable to conceive and have no children, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Now, be careful not to drink wine or beer or eat anything unclean. For indeed, you will conceive and give birth to a son. You must never cut his hair because the boy will be a Nazarite to God from birth. And he will begin, I think that's the key word, he will begin to save Israel from the power of the Philistines. Then the woman went and told her husband, a man of God came to me. He looked like the awe-inspiring angel of God. I didn't ask him where he came from. He didn't tell me his name. He said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Therefore, do not drink wine or beer and do not eat anything unclean because the boy will be a Nazarite to God from birth until the day of his death. Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, Please, Lord, let the man of God you sent come to us and teach us what we should do for the boy who will be born. God listened to Manoah and the angel of God came again to the woman. She was sitting in the field and her husband Manoah was not with her. The woman ran quickly to her husband and told him, The man who came to me the other day has just come back. So Manoah got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he asked, Are you the man who spoke to my wife? I am, he said. Then Manoah asked, When your words come true, what will be the boy's responsibility and work? The angel of the Lord answered Manoah, Your wife needs to do everything I told her. 
She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine or drink wine or beer. And she must not eat anything unclean. Your wife must do everything I have commanded here. Please stay here, Manoah told him, and we will prepare a young goat for you. The angel of the Lord said to him, If I stay, I won't eat your food. But if you want to prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Manoah did not know. He was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoah said to him, What is your name? So that we may honor you when your words come true. Why do you ask my name? The angel of the Lord asked him, since it is beyond understanding. Manoah took a young goat and a grain offering and offered them on a rock to the Lord, who did something miraculous while Manoah and his wife were watching. When the flame went up from the altar to the sky, the angel of the Lord went up in its flame. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell face down on the ground. The angel of the Lord did not appear again to Manoah and his wife. Then Manoah realized it was the angel of the Lord. We are certainly going to die, he said to his wife, because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, if the Lord had intended to kill us, he wouldn't have accepted the burnt offering and the grain offering from us, and he would not have shown us all these things were spoken to us like this. So the woman gave birth to a son and named him Samson. The boy grew, and the Lord blessed him. Then the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtal. This, in contrast to the stories of other judges, I mean, several of these we, that we've already talked about, we know almost nothing about, but we're given all these details because this Samson is a very special young man. Very special. He's a Nazarite. He's devoted to the Lord. His hair is not to be cut, ever. Keep that in mind. That's part of the Nazarite vow given to us in the instructions in the book of Numbers. We've already read that and talked about it. So now, let's go to chapter 14. Samson now is a young man. Samson went down to Timnah and saw a young Philistine woman there. He went back and told his father and mother, I have seen a young Philistine woman in Timnah. Now get her for me as a wife. But his father and mother said to him, Can't you find a young woman among your relatives or among any of our people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines for a wife? But Samson told his father, Get her for me. She's the right one for me. Now his father and mother did not know this was from the Lord, who wanted the Philistines to provide an opportunity for a confrontation. At that time, the Philistines were ruling Israel. So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Suddenly, a young lion came roaring at him. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him, and he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. But he did not tell his father or mother what he had done. Then he went and spoke to the woman, because she seemed right to Samson. After some time, when he returned to marry her, he left the road to see the lion's carcass. And there was a swarm of bees with honey in the carcass. He scooped some honey into his hands and ate it as he went along. When he came to his father and mother, he gave some to them, and they ate it. But he did not tell them that he'd scooped the honey from the lion's carcass. His father went to visit the woman, and Samson prepared a feast there, as young men were accustomed to do. When the Philistines saw him, they brought thirty men to accompany him. Let me tell you a riddle, Samson said to them. If you can explain it to me during the seven days of the feast and figure it out, I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. But if you can't explain it to me, you must give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. Tell us your riddle, they replied. Let's hear it. 
So he said to them, Out of the eater came something to eat, out of the strong came something sweet. After three days, they were unable to explain the riddle. On the fourth day, they went to Samson's wife, Persuade your husband to explain the riddle to us, or we will burn you and your father's family to death. Did you invite us here to rob us? So Samson's wife came to him weeping and said, You hate me and don't love me. You told my people the riddle, but haven't explained it to me. Look, he said, I haven't even explained it to my father or mother, so why should I explain it to you? She wept the whole seven days of the feast, and at last, on the seventh day, he explained it to her because she had nagged him so much. Then she explained it to her people. On the seventh day before sunset, the men of the city said to him, What is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? So he said to them, If you hadn't plowed with my young cow, you wouldn't know my riddle now. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him, and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men. He stripped them and gave their clothes to those who had explained the riddle. In a rage, Samson returned to his father's house, and his wife was given to one of the men who had accompanied him. Every time I read this story, the two things come to my mind. Number one, that verse in the book of Proverbs, better is he who controls his spirit than he who takes a city. You know, that's true. Better a patient man than a warrior. Better control your spirit than to take a city. Samson was a great man in many ways. He couldn't control his city. He couldn't stay away from the Philistine women. And when that woman said to him, you don't love me, you don't love me, he had to tell her the secret. And then in a rage, he went and killed those men. In other words, it's just gone from bad to worse. And the only thing, only way to look at the story is to remember what that verse said, God always intended. He was using Samson and all of Samson's weaknesses, his lust for the Philistine women and his lack of self-control. God was orchestrating it. He's going to use Samson to deliver his people. He's going to do it. You're going to have to come back tomorrow and hear the end of the story. He's going to do it in a shocking way that's going to cost Samson his own life. But at the end of it, God's people will be free. God knows what he's doing. He's got to play it. He knows what he's doing, even when we don't have a clue. Remember back in Genesis, we talked about that a lot. Boy, is that true in this story. God knows what he's doing. He's got a plan when nothing makes sense to us. So trust in the Lord today. Have great faith. Go out and serve the Lord. Understand God's working on his plan through you. Serve him the best way you can today. Come back tomorrow for the shocking end of the story of Samson. The very weak, yet the very weak man of God whom God used. Come back tomorrow. you got to hear the end of the story. See you then.